0: Hey folks, it's Greg. Just wanted to provide a quick update on what's going on at Brigham Young Money. And, well, that is, we're pressing the pause button for a few weeks so we can all just get a little less busy. We've got a lot going on in our personal lives right now, and we're going to try to get a few things off our plate. But don't worry, your dads aren't getting divorced, and we'll be back in a few short weeks to bring you that incredible analysis and really cutting-edge information that we're known for. In the meantime, I've recorded a quick bonus episode with our friends, the Armed Queers of Salt Lake City, and we talk about the incredible work they're doing protecting drag shows and educating people on how to protect themselves, as well as uh, leftist organizing and militancy. So without further ado, let's get into it. And again, we will see you all back in a few weeks in the meantime thank you for your patience and your patronage and we appreciate all of you take care of yourselves bye welcome in got greg here uh and today we really want to focus on what I think is a pretty prescient issue, not only in our community, but nationwide, and that is the uh, constant barrage and attacks on the LGBTQ plus community that continue to happen, whether it's Fox News, whether it's this uh, pretty ridiculous groomer kind of narrative that's that's coming along uh by the right and and just the overall just disgusting nature of these attacks and to help kind of articulate this and and really shed light on a pretty fantastic organization that is uh doing some great things locally is ermia from armed queers thank you so much for joining the show
1: well thank you thank you for having me on
0: Yeah. Let's just, let's just go ahead and get right into it. Just, just based on the little bit of research that I've done, uh, armed queers is an explicitly socialist and radical queer organization dedicated to the militant and armed defense of LGBTQ people nationwide. Can you kind of expand on that and what it is that, that, that uh, mantra means?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, we at Armed Queers believe that in order for queer and trans people to be liberated, we in fact have to uh, move towards a socialist society. We in fact have to move towards a society that seeks to abolish capitalism. Um, you know, we are in the mindset that capitalism has only ever served to oppress, oppress queer and trans people. Whether it comes, you know, to healthcare, when it comes to medicine, when it comes to prisons, when it comes to police, and so we cannot act actually begin to uh, fight for our liberation unless we move towards the complete abolition of capital. So, you know, we believe in this uh, traditional queer and trans uh, struggle uh, framework where we believe in this kind of radical organizing. We believe in an organizing that moves beyond um, NGOs and nonprofits and begins to really adapt um, to this on the ground uh, militant organizing that we've been missing for, for, for so long.
0: And what does that uh, that militance and that organizing, what does that consist of as far as your organization goes?
1: Well, and, you know, it consists in us uh, continuously engaging in different political struggles here locally and uh, across the state, you know, struggles against police, struggles Mm -hmm. in favor of trans rights, uh, struggles in favor of abortion rights. It also includes us, you know, doing things such as uh, defending drag shows with firearms. (laughs) We're
0: going to get into that for sure. (laughs)
1: You know, as we did this past weekend, uh, you know, as you kind of mentioned, this continuous rhetoric against queer and trans people has um, developed this, uh, you know, need for us to defend ourselves with firearms. And so uh, we've been doing a lot of that work where we where we go to these drag shows that have been targeted by Proud Boys and a right wing extremist and defend them with with, you know, open carry.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, just based on this is the very first post that is pinned on your Instagram page, you have six principles that are are kind of the pillars to your organization, correct? That's correct. That's correct. And it is the armed and militant protection of queer and trans communities and all oppressed people, the end of capitalistic oppression and exploitation, trans liberation from the gender binary and biological essentialism, not assimilation, housing as a human right and basic necessity, the abolishment of police and prisons, and the end of the bourgeois assimilationist LGBTQ organizations. Is there anything I'm missing or is there anything that you would want to kind of expand upon statements and kind of help educate the listeners
1: uh, i think that those six principles you know really do sum up so much of our politics but i think that of course each of them have such complexity to it and absolutely a, a rooted history and in, in what each of them mean um, and you know in these mm-hmm. six kind of uh, statements they seem pretty vague but it, it, it involves a, quite a deep and historical politics each of them
0: Yeah, there's one in particular that kind of caught my eye that we've talked a lot about, and that is the the end of these kind of bourgeois assimilationist LGBTQ organizations. We've we've talked about you know Equality Utah uh, and Circle and others that that tend to kind of follow the neoliberal uh both mindset and kind of organization tactics of it seems to be mostly show and kind of these like there it's it's a modicum of progress but it's never enough and is that is that something that you would agree with and how does the armed queers expand upon that
1: Yeah, certainly. Uh, We have seen these organizations, you know, continue to build their brand, continue to receive donations, continue to um, buy, uh, you know, these... Um, incredibly uh, expensive properties and and mansions in many cases such as Encircle have done absolutely nothing for... It's
0: actually on the same block I grew up on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And perhaps you probably can't even afford to live on that block by now.
0: Absolutely (laughs) not. No way.
1: (laughs) And, um, you know, we've seen them have these deep ties to corporations and the capitalist system that has oppressed the queer and trans youth that they claim to fight for. Um, And so, you know, we as armed queers have even protested against these very organizations. Uh, back a couple of years ago, mm. we uh, called against Encircle's um, use of their millions and millions of dollars okay. for nothing but mansions that queer and trans youth can't even sleep in if they're being kicked out of their homes. Um, oh, and- can you
0: expand on what, what is that? I didn't know about that. Can you, can you talk about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And Circle, you know, it's their entire organizational structure is based on them buying these safe spaces for queer youth. You know, that's their brand. Uh, And so they buy these large and quite expensive homes across the state and even wanting to expand outside of the state. Um, but they serve as basically uh, useless. You know, queer and trans youth can't even sleep in these homes if they're kicked out of their uh, homes by their parents. Queer and trans youth can't even go to these homes to receive free meals or to receive shelter in times that are um, outside of N Circle's set schedule. And, which is a small and why specific- is that? You know, it, it it would require them to actually put money towards actually protecting these youth rather than just performance for corporations. And nonprofits, you know, of course, don't want to engage in that. They they want to um they want to satisfy their donors and, and that doesn't satisfy their donors. So, sure, uh, yeah. And so for that reason, you know, uh, they, the nonprofit industrial complex um, is another arm of capital. It's an arm of capital that tries to pacify our social movements and make our, uh, you know, political struggles seem as nothing but a couple of activist brands and, um, you know, uh, corporate, corporate activism, which is, you know, not what our political struggles are supposed to be about.
0: Yeah. They also tend to be a huge grift. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now I want we've we, we've we've done the introduction. We've kind of talked about the the pillars, but I really do want to kind of focus on the actual name, Armed Queers. Can you tell us why your organization feels it's so important to remain armed and educate folks on protecting themselves?
1: Yeah, you know, we are seeing right wing hostility amp up against not just queer and trans people, but all left struggles, uh, you know, across the world. Uh-huh. And in order for us to protect ourselves to protect our communities to protect our people and to protect our political movements, we in fact, largely have to use firearms. And that's the reality here in America and internationally as well. Um, because, our enemies are armed. Our enemies, in fact, have absolutely no hesitation to use the massive amounts of firearms that they have at their capacity to harm us. And so we do, in fact, need this equalizer that would allow for us to practice the means of self-defense against um, such violent individuals. Um, and so it's, it's incredibly important for leftist struggles to understand that we have a huge history You know, we have a huge history of arming ourselves and arming oppressed and working people. It is precisely how we've, um, you know, gone about liberation movements in the past, um, and it's definitely how we should go about liberation movements in the future. Uh, I think this
0: dovetails quite nicely to my my next question, and that is there kind of seems to ostensibly be this idea on the left that we're supposed to reject being armed, that we're supposed to be anti-gun. That you know, you we hear a lot about. Oh, we need to abolish guns. We need to throw them all into a big fire and and get rid of them. Despite the right being completely gun obsessed, and we've seen in countless episodes, the one that's just point blank in my right, mind right now is is Kyle Ritter, Rittenhouse is shooting protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Um, and getting away with it's god-free. I would love to know your reaction to this line of thinking.
1: I think this line of thinking is an incredibly um, uh, privileged and bourgeois line of thinking. <laughs> it's a line yeah. of thinking that, you know, is entirely based on the idea that if we simply pacify ourselves, if we simply act polite and clutch our pearls, then violence will go away. And, you know, that's not the reality for us. That's not the reality for working and oppressed people. Violence has been hurled in our direction, both by the state and by right-wing activists, whether we have been armed or not. And, um, you know, we in fact need a, a tool to in fact, in fact fight against it. And so... Those who argue, you know, that the state should take guns away from us, um, are arguing from a very privileged line of thinking. They're arguing from the line of thinking of being in suburbs that have never, you know, uh, caused them any kind of violence, being a part of backgrounds that have never experienced any kind of violence, um, and those of us who are, you know, oppressed people, who are trans, who are black, who are working, who are queer, who are women, who are radicals, we understand that um, this is not the reality of the world we live in. The world we live in is, in fact, violent. And we need to, in fact, face that reality.
0: Yeah. Is it safe to assume that your organization is a by any means necessary organization? <laughs>
1: um, I... I think so. If we're describing by any means necessary as, you know, the, the struggle for liberation by any means necessary, then I think so. I think that should be, you know, the standard for, for left struggles. Definitely. I I
0: loved, I love to see it. I'd love to hear it. Now, one of the reasons you reached out to us to conduct this interview is because of the work that Arm queers have been doing protecting drag shows across Salt Lake City. Can you kind of expand on that and, and what exactly it is that you've been doing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, so many drag queens across the city have reached out to us because – you know, the past month, the Proud Boys have shown up locally um, as of recently yeah. and they have protested, um, you know, drag shows across the city. And this has been a phenomenon that has occurred all across the country.
0: All Yeah. All across the nation.
1: Yeah, exactly. Where vigilantes, you know, show up and and they show up to, to intimidate the attendees to, uh-huh. you know, hurl the narrative that they're groomers and so on. Um, and so these drag queens have reached out to armed queers and said, you know, In the past, we haven't had our shows armed. We, you know, ourselves don't know necessarily how to use guns, but we know at this point, we in fact have to have some means of protection. Um, and, uh, armed queers has been doing that, you know, armed queers has been showing up to these drag shows, um, you know, standing in the front with, uh, open carry in order to, uh, show these vigilantes that, you know, they cannot intimidate our community. They cannot hurl these accusations at us. Um, and we will in fact, uh, you know, continuously, uh, use the means of self-defense and the means of fighting back in order to ensure that, uh, we do not go back into, uh, intimidation.
0: Now, what's been the reaction to you showing up and and doing this sort of protection?
1: From our community, it's been largely positive. You know, we expected a lot of these audiences initially to be uh, incredibly antagonistic to the idea of guns and to be more so, you know, on the liberal side of things. But um, even the audiences have been incredibly receptive to it. So many people during uh, the show, you know, came out and thanked us for being there. Um, They've, you know, they thanked us and have expressed that we have made them feel safer attending these shows their families and their loved ones. And uh, so it was definitely a reaction that I wasn't expecting. I think I was expecting a lot more antagonism. I was expecting people to say, you know, how dare you? How dare you suggest uh, queers use guns and especially in our safe spaces or, you know, whatever it may be. And so um, it's been really, uh, really promising to see that that hasn't been the reaction.
0: Oh, that's that's great to hear. And I would say to the people who would who be, would say, you know, how dare you come into our safe space like this? I don't think that you can have a safe space without protection. And I think that it, it we need to be realistic about these kinds of situations and the people that we're facing and the, and the times, the legislation, and the people in power. Be that. Uh, Incredibly aggressive on on certain LGBTQ and trans issues, and then others who tend to just kind of put their head in the sand. And I ultimately, what I'm saying is that I think this is an incredibly noble effort, and I applaud you for doing this. Well,
1: thank you, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, another thing that I, uh, with a little bit of research that I did, uh, your organization also talks about educating folks on leftism as well as. Self-defense. Can you tell me what that entails.
1: Yeah, you know it entails us hosting these um, continuous workshops and forums mm-hmm. where people, you know, not just who are a, a part of left movements, but are open to the idea of, of starting to be a part of our movements, can attend and hear about the fact that. Um, you know, there is a need for us to to practice self defense. There is a need for us to begin arming ourselves. Um, these are ideas that plenty on the left and plenty even outside of the left have yet to hear about. Um, and so, you know, beginning to hear that, beginning to hear from the leftist perspective as to why it is that uh, those of us who are a part of these liberation struggles should arm ourselves, um, is an idea that many people are new to. And you know, our organization often is the first one that they uh, have ever. Engaged in these ideas with, um, and so we we teach them about you know the history. We teach them about the history of gun control and how it was incredibly racist in the past. We teach them about how still to this day it's incredibly racist and is constantly only invoked against racially oppressed people. Um, and so, and, 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 we now teach them, you know, why it's important for us today to begin practicing the principle of self-defense. Um, and so it's, it's really, a, it's a par, it's about, you know, engaging in, in, this thought process for the first time in a leftist lens rather than a libertarian lens or a right wing lens. Mm-hmm. Um, because of course that's the mainstream, you know, pro-gun, uh, ideology. It, it comes from this, uh, right wing perspective that, and we never hear the, the counter to it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, where and when are these workshops and forums for those who might be interested?
1: Yeah, we typically, um, you know, have them on our pages. We announce them on our page, on our Instagram page, uh, in our Twitter page. And we like to host them online because we have a lot of followers who aren't just in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do very often host, uh, in-person events as well, but, uh, yeah, I would always say, you know, keep up with our page and, and see what we have going on next. So,
0: so you're, you're interconnected with, with other organizations throughout the country or is this kind of a regional thing? How, mm-hmm. how, how does that work?
1: Yeah. Our organizing primarily takes place here in Salt Lake city. Um, but we do have connections even outside of the States, you know, there are different organizations doing amazing work to protect trans women all over the nation. Uh-huh. And so we, you know, do have great partnerships and connections with them as well. Um, so yeah, definitely.
0: Oh, I think this is, this is all great. Uh, what other plans does your organization have for the future?
1: Well, in the future, we hope to, uh, you know, grow the movement for left struggles here locally, and we hope that we can inspire people to engage in a new kind of radical and queer queer and trans organizing. Um, and so we will continue to organize, we will continue to host forums, we will continue to educate, um, and we will continue to, uh, you know... Uh, provide security for our community. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's the plan going forward. So.
0: And is this kind of like a, I I assume, but I want to make sure that, that it's on the record. This is kind of, this is a come one, come all kind of thing. Correct. Like if you're interested in this, you can, you can contact and you guys, someone can be a part of this.
1: Yeah, totally. We, we do have a process of vetting, of course, as the organization should, but Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you're someone who is a disciplined uh, socialist and you believe in the queer and trans struggle and you believe in self-defense, then absolutely. We encourage everyone to, to you know, become an armed queer. Absolutely.
0: Oh. So before we kind of tie a bow on things, we got to do the plugs. And where can people find you? How can people join your organizations? How can they Get organized and and become a part of the Salt Lake City Armed Queers.
1: Yeah, definitely. Our Instagram handle is um, ArmedQueersSLC, um, and in our bio, you know, both on Twitter and on Instagram, we have a link that has a member application, as well as some of our different platforms and what we believe in. Um, so I would definitely encourage people to head over to Instagram, um, give us a DM, uh, check out the link in our bio, and yeah, definitely come get involved. Correct.
0: Is there anything else before we say our goodbyes that you would like to address that you would like to talk about? The floor is yours.
1: Um, no, I think that pretty much covers it. Yeah, uh, I think uh, you guys are doing great on this podcast as well. Uh, let's let's continue. Well, thank the you. Session, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah always open invite. Whenever you guys want to come on, feel free. We'd we love to have this. We'd love to continue to have a, a discourse, let people know the good your organization is doing in the community. Uh Ermia, thank you once again. And the organization is armed queers at armed queers, SLC on Instagram. Thank you all again for joining the show. Take care of yourselves, take care of each other's. We'll see you next week.